What's up, friends? I'm Tara P, and you're listening to Positive Perspectives. Well, friends, how is it going out there? I've so far, I feel like, had a really good positive week, and it all just kind of jump-started really with last week's episode. I just left that episode feeling so inspired by her and just so much joy and just wanted to give back. So I took the opportunity to go check out her page and figure out how I could get involved. So that felt really good. And then just a day or two after that, I was checking the mail and I actually got a letter, a handwritten letter from my little sister Morgan. And the timing of it was just funny because if you guys listened to last week's episode, you remember that Sydney actually challenged everyone with the kindness challenge about maybe just doing something nice for someone, just writing a letter, letting them know how much you appreciate them. And the fact that Morgan had already done that and sent it off was just very serendipitous. So it was so sweet and she included a really cute little sticker in there that just said spread positivity. I actually decided I'm getting a new hydro flask because of it. I got a yellow one and I'm going to just put really fun, cute, inspiring stickers on that. So that'll be my little positivity water I can drink every day. And then even just this past weekend had a really awesome weekend. Uh, It's kind of funny. Rance actually had asked if I wanted to go help set up his game camps. And when he first said this, I was like, Mm, no, pass. Like, doesn't sound like the way I want to spend my Sunday. And he was like, come on, I don't want to go out there alone. And so after talking about it, I was like, okay, if you can set up something cute, make it worth my while, then I guess I'll come along. That morning, we woke up super early at like five in the morning to get out there. And like I said, just didn't go into it with the best attitude. But while I was out there, we actually had a really great day. The weather was just perfect. It was early in the morning, so it was still nice and cool out. And it was just really nice being out there in the nature. I actually had some of my little positive notes with me. And I was reminded of one of my favorite little mottos I've been living by. And it's just super simple, if you guys saw on Instagram, but it's just find the good. And I looked at that, and it was just a good reminder for myself in that situation. Like, hey, you are out here on a beautiful Sunday without a care in the world right now. There's some way that you can enjoy this. And I know I love getting out in nature and hiking around. It was just, I think, the concept that it was to set up a game cam and not like we were going to a beautiful destination. But we had a great day, a beautiful picnic. Like I said, the weather was just perfect. So I was glad I was able to kind of turn that day around and just find the good. So for this week's episode, we have a super inspiring guest this week, and the theme I kind of took away from this topic was building your own identity. So our guest Sarah this week talks about how growing up she was a twin and always did everything with him, and they were super involved in swimming together. And then when she went off to college, they kind of separated, went different ways, and she stopped swimming, which was basically her childhood identity. And and she kind of just looked at herself in the mirror and figured that, you know, there's all these things I've always wanted to do with my life, but I just haven't had the time. And so I'm going to really create and find passions about things that I want, things that are going to fuel my soul. And the fact that she was able to just take that challenge head on and make new friends was just really inspiring. And just the topic of building your own identity, I've been so fascinated with it lately. And I feel like it's, again, just one of those topics that just kind of keeps getting brought up. So like I've said before, when that happens, I really do just try and stop and pay attention to it. But I just think it is incredible that we as humans have the capacity to honestly become whoever we want to be, to become the person that we've always envisioned. And so many times we put barriers in front of ourselves, but if we can kind of create, if we can envision that person we want to do and create a plan of how to work backwards, how how to just take small steps to get towards that every single day and eventually those small steps build up into something bigger and something bigger to where it just truly becomes a part of you and just a part of your routine. 
And so our guest this week just talks about how one of the areas she really wanted to get more involved with was just volunteering and just spreading more positivity. And with everything that happened with COVID a few months ago, she really saw a need that people just needed a little bit more positivity and joy in their life. So she stepped up to the plate, didn't exactly know where things were going, but just kind of took those steps and has, has built a really amazing new passion and something that she calls the Positive Change Project. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to her message or filled with some positivity to carry you on throughout your week and hopefully inspire you to get out there and do something kind for yourself and something kind for others too. So please guys sit back and enjoy with our guest this week, Sarah. All right, everyone. So today I have Sarah and how are you doing today, Sarah? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really good. Thank you. I am really excited about today's episode. So Sarah is another person that we connected with through uh, just Instagram and the social media world. And she's recently started something called Positive Change Project right around the same time I kind of started Positive Perspective. So it's been kind of cool to hear about each other's journeys and how we were able to get started. But before we even dive into all of that, I just want everyone to have a chance to get to know you. So Let's just kind of go back a little bit and tell me about who you were growing up. Um, so I grew up in a really small town in New Jersey. I have a twin brother, which is something that I think really defined me as a person because growing up, I always like had a friend. I always had like another half um, and we were pretty much involved in the same things from the ages of about six to about 18. We were both swimmers and like, so we would spend almost every waking moment of the day together, either in school or in swim practice. So that was something that I felt like really, really defined me. And what do you think swimming kind of taught you? Um, Swimming definitely holds a special place in my heart because I think that from a very young age, it teaches you discipline and it teaches you to kind of commit to something, especially being that we would have practice multiple times a day, especially like throughout high school. It really teaches you to commit to something and to not overextend yourself just because knowing that you would always have to go to some practice or always have meets. It also teaches you time management just because like I would be up at 4am going to some practice and I'd go to school and then I'd be in swim practice until about 8pm. So I really had to be able to manage my time and like my homework. And it also helped me like kind of set priorities. So I always knew that like swimming was first and swimming was actually second school was first, (laughs) but um, yeah, it really, it really gave me like a structure to my life. That's awesome. Yeah, sports are a great way to really teach you a lot of those values as a kid that you might not even realize you're learning. You're just kind of doing it because it's something you enjoy. But when you're able to kind of look back at it, it is able to teach you a lot of those good values and skills that you can carry with you. So when you graduated high school, was swimming ever something that you wanted to pursue or? Um, so I, for the longest time, I was on my national swim team. Uh, so we, it was like the highest level you could go. And pretty much everybody who was like on that specific team would swim in college. But basically in March of my senior year, I began to just think to myself, like, I don't really see myself in the sport anymore. I don't really like doing it anymore. Um, And that was kind of a wake up call because I, I like knew at that moment that I needed to find something that like brought joy into my life and something that I really enjoyed doing because swimming was no longer that thing for me. So I, and I was actually supposed to swim in college and I ended up just going to the same school that I was going to swim at, but ended up not swimming. So was there anything that switched that made it going from something that was like a big passion of yours to something that was more of a skill or or a task for you? 
Um, I think it was more that I never really, I didn't see a future in it. Um, you, you, and for something you have to like make a big meet, it's called nationals. And I never made nationals. I was really, really close, but I never actually like got the time for it. And just at that point, I realized that like, if I, I thought to myself, if I'm not going to be great at it, I don't really want to do it because I want to be really, really great at what I'm going to do in my life. And I really want to love it. And I think that not making nationals and really finding that it wasn't for me anymore was something that made me not really love it anymore. Was that something that was easy for you to kind of accept or move on? Or do you remember that being like a difficult decision? It was definitely a difficult decision, but it was something that I felt like I needed to do. Like, because I'd grown up swimming, it was something that I had like rooted my identity in. And it was something that I had, I didn't know how to live without. As for mindset, I would say that while having a twin is probably one of the best things that have ever happened to me in my life, it really made me a more negative person because I was compared myself to my twin brother. Um, he was like the perfect child and still is the perfect child. He was always like the smartest and most popular. And growing up, I never really felt like I could match what he was. Um, so I kind of put myself in a position where I didn't even really try. And I was like, was very much down on myself. And I like always had confidence issues. Well, that's really interesting because I feel like a lot of siblings probably go with the just comparison. But the fact that you were dealing with the direct comparison, like at the same age, not like looking at like, oh, my sibling was at this point in a few years. But like you said, you had to deal with it right in the moment. So is he your only sibling that you had growing up? Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then once you guys uh, graduated, were you able to go off to different colleges or did you guys go to the same university? Um, so we actually went our separate ways. He goes to Johns Hopkins and I go to Fairfield in Connecticut. There was definitely a learning curve that I had to just kind of figure out what I was going to do after school. What I, like, I didn't know I was sleeping a lot more than I was uh, when I was actually swimming. So I didn't, I didn't know how to handle that. And especially because all of my friends were swimmers, I had to learn how to make friends again that like weren't, that didn't talk about swimming all of the time. Um, and so I really think that going through that and kind of having to forge my own identity as an 18 year old was something that was really, really unique, but has made me a stronger person. Absolutely. Well, not only were you going through like huge change with swimming, you were also Like you said, you and your brother went to different schools, and that was also someone who was your twin that you kind of just did everything with. So absolutely, you were establishing like your own identity. I feel like that maybe, would you say that was one of the most life-changing like years? I would definitely say that. Yeah. So how were you able to start making new friends and discover your own identity in that time? Um, It definitely took a while. I really didn't start to like make make new friends until I'd started college um and all through high school I had always like been a really really quiet person and that was just like an identity that I'd taken on because my brother was already the the extrovert so like I really when I got to college I was like I'm gonna be somebody who I want to be but I'm not at the moment so I I really took on kind of the ideal like fake it till you make it And I really just like put myself out there Um, and I was able to make a group of friends. I started singing 
which is one of my like greatest passions now. I started right after I had finished, right, right after I stopped swimming, I started to sing um, because it was something that I always wanted to do, but I never really had the time to. And now I'm very involved in that in my school. Um, I'm actually leading our church choir next year. So that's wow. something that I'm very excited about. Yeah. Well, I love how you said fake it till you made it and kind of like envision the person that you've always wanted to be and then like was able to kind of work backwards to like go after those goals. My entire identity that I ended up forging for myself was completely based on helping others. Um, I felt like there were so many things that I wanted to do as a kid that I just didn't have time for. And a lot of that was volunteering and community service and service trips. Um, And so when I got to college, I became very involved in doing those things. Um, And even just like small things around the campus, I always like to like hold doors for people just so that they could feel like better about themselves or just smile at somebody or give them a compliment or like something that I love to do is I'll get stickers and I'll just like hand out stickers to people um, just because it just puts a smile on their face. And in quarantine, I realized that I really wasn't doing that for people. And I also found that during this time, that's when people needed positivity the most really in the middle of quarantine. So the project started off as just me trying to like find a way to compile different types of kindness, like acts of kindness. Um, And then it grew into something that now we are like, we're making bookmarks and sending it to just people across the country and like different programs across the country um, to give to people to like brighten their days, especially in this really dark time. That's awesome. So was that something like the bookmark idea that you were doing before on your own? Um, So that's something that I was like kind of doing beforehand. So one of my favorite things to do is to just write letters to people um, just to tell them how much they mean to me or like small little notes. For a while, I was like cutting out little like positive quotes and like giving them to people just to like make their day. Um, And so the bookmarks were kind of they kind of came from that as they're more involved because I'm not like just printing out something. I'm like actually making the bookmarks. Um, So it's kind of a combination of like positive frame, positive change project and just like things that I'm interested in doing and just do already. And then did you start that when you went to college? Yes. It was like part of the whole person that I was (laughs) trying to become. Yeah. Because you wanted to kind of become like a more positive caring person, would you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That's awesome. And then now with it, is it just you that's running it? Do you have a team that you guys collaborate with? How does that work? So it's me and then my friend Hannah. Um, So Hannah was the one who was really kind of saying that I needed to have partnerships with different groups. And I was trying to find out people to like send the bookmarks to. she's like super super organized and she's the one with all of like the spreadsheets and stuff and so we divvy up the bookmarks on like who's gonna make which ones and who's gonna send what bookmarks where um so it's really a team effort between the two of us that's awesome and what kind of places are you sending these bookmarks to so we are sending bookmarks to it's an organization called jumbled dreams where they make these things called dream bags for people in need Um, And they were actually looking for little like notes and things to put into the dream bags to like make them to like kind of brighten the people's days. 
So we're giving it to them. Um, we also have a partnership with Girl Scouts. So the Girl Scouts have a leadership project, or not project, a leadership conference in the fall. And so they want the bookmarks to be used as like empowerment for the people who attend the, the conference. Uh, another place that we're looking into sending the bookmarks to is um, nursing homes. I, I'm a nursing major, so I actually did a clinical rotation in a local nursing home. And I found that the people there are really in need of positivity. So I've gotten in contact with a couple of nursing homes um, and we're looking to be able to send the bookmarks like once kind of the virus levels out a little bit. That's cool. We actually just had uh, Jumble Dreams on our podcast really? just this week. Yes, she is the cool. sweetest. So yeah. I think that's awesome that you guys are teaming up and kind of coming together to just spread some more positivity and some more joy in people's lives. So where do you kind of see, uh, like, what's the vision, would you say, for the Positive Change Project? The vision? I, you know, when, when I started it, I never really, like, saw an end result to it, um, which is, like, totally not me. I'm normally the person that's, like, we're going to end up at, like, this point. It was just kind of something that I felt like I needed to do. So I wouldn't say that there's, like, a complete end point. I would say the vision is to spread as much, like, joy and positivity to as many people as possible. Yeah, I love that. I feel like that's kind of just what I want to do as well. And just give people hope and inspiration and just know that you know, there are going to be some tough days, but there are different ways that we could shift our perspective to try and find just any bit of good in the day, whether that's receiving a note from someone or writing a note to someone, like even that can make your day more than you would imagine. So I think if we could all just start with some little acts of good, not only will we change other people's days, but it could really improve our own days as well. Completely agree. Well, is there anything else that you want to share about the Positive Change Project, um, how other people can get involved with you? Yeah. Um, so right now we have a form up on our website. It's like under, there's like a bookmark tab. Um, so if you click on that, it'll come up with the form. And so it's really, really easy to fill out. All you need to do is check off where you want your bookmark to be sent um, and then either write a little message or send in a quote um, to be put on the bookmark. And then it just asks like, what color do you want the bookmark to be? Um, and just like questions about the design of it. And then you can just submit the form and then I will make the bookmark and then I can send you a picture of it. And then the bookmark will be sent out to whatever organization you had marked off. Awesome. That sounds super simple and a way that it probably would just take about five minutes of everyone's time. But like I said, could really make a big difference in someone's life. So very cool. Well, thank you, Sarah, for just kind of coming on and sharing your story about how you got to where you're at today and why you wanted to give back. I, I just think it's really cool how some people can turn their stories around into ways that uh, are able to give back and to inspire others. So it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so let's move on to the countdown question game, the four, three, two, one. Um, so start off, do you prefer cookies or cake more? Definitely cookies. Yeah. Do you guys have any like cookie delivery companies where you're not, where you're at? Yes. So right down the road from us, we have something called, it's like the Connecticut cookie company. 
but then we're really close to New Haven, um, which is where Yale is lo- located. So like on the Yale campus, they also have an insomnia cookie, which is like, those. oh my goodness. They're like one of the best cookies I've ever had. They're so Yum. good. Yeah. We have two cookie delivery places, two main cookie delivery places, at least here in Boise. And we probably get them too often, but they're just so delicious. So um, if you could, would you have more money or more time? Definitely more time. Yeah. Um, do you like flowers or plants more? I really like flowers just because like, like I feel like a flower is, I mean, it, it has a plant. Like I feel like most plants are like green and stuff. So I feel like a flower is like a plant, but like with a little bit of color on it. Yeah. Um, and I love the different varieties that they have. Yeah, totally. I love flowers. I'm just not good at keeping them alive, but I think they're beautiful. So, um, and then do you like being a driver or a passenger in the car more? Um, I, I definitely, I definitely like being a driver, um, just because I like to be in control of the vehicle. Yep. But I, I also like one of my favorite pastimes, especially when I'm at school is to just like go driving and like listen to music. And I feel like like doing that is different when you are actually driving because you're like you're like in control of the adventure that you're about to have. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Um, moving on to the thoughtful three. What is something that made you smile today? The sun. I I'm currently in Connecticut and for the past couple of days it's been raining. Uh-huh. Um and so when I woke up this morning and I saw the sun, I was like, yes, like it's gonna be a great day. So definitely like the sun and like blue sky. Oh, for sure. There's something about like sun after a couple days of rain that just makes you appreciate it so much more than if you were to yeah. just have like the past few weeks of straight sun. So yeah. um, do you have any useless talents? Yes. Um, I can touch my tongue to my nose. <laughs> ah, I could do that too. <laughs> a very useless talent. But as a kid, I thought it was like the coolest thing to share. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and then do you have any bucket list items? Yes. So I am a nursing major. And when I declared the major, I really, really, really wanted to, like, after I graduated, go and work in a clinic somewhere in South America. I had seen, like, a documentary on it when I was really young. And I remember saying to myself, like, I'm going to do this. Um, so it's definitely on my bucket list to just work in, like, a clinic in South America. That'd be awesome. Uh, Moving on to the top two, who would you say are either the top two most positive people, influences, or inspirations in your life? Um, I would say, so one is one of my close friends, the other is somebody who's famous. So the first one is my friend Hannah, who I'm doing this project with. She is like, I tell her this all the time, she's like a Disney princess, like just radiates goodness and positivity and joy there is nothing that she won't do for anybody. Like she would just go to the ends of the earth for anyone. And I think that she's a great influence to have, especially like in this project and having her work with me because she just has the best intentions and like the purest heart of anybody that I've ever met. Um, The second one is Sophia Carson. So she actually does a lot with UNICEF and I find that very inspiring. Um, she also like does a lot with make a wish and I really like, I've looked up to her since I was like pretty young and I think to like see 
a celebrity like going out and actually like working with these groups and like helping people like on a personal level is just so cool because like you you hear about celebrities who are like oh I donated this amount of money Mm -hmm. and like just for her to like donate her time I think that that is like such a huge thing and she's she's, she was also like an an inspiration for this project because she had started something called like spread hope with Sophia and like that was really what got me thinking for like how could I spread hope and like this project actually came out of that um and the other thing is she's such a role model like I have an eight-year-old cousin who looks up to her and I'm 20 so like it's just it's amazing that like even as like somebody my age like she's just such a role model for both of us um and I think that's great yeah and affecting like different generations and like you said Mm -hmm. so many famous people can easily throw like money at a cause which is great but at the same time the fact that she's actually out there and like has her face out there is inspiring you and like you said your cousin and so it's making almost more of a ripple effect than just her donating her cash so that's awesome Mm -hmm. and then final question what is one um, positivity act that you can challenge yourself or others to do this week I would say definitely write like a note or a letter to somebody who really means something to you or has like had a positive influence on your life. So I'm a new student leader for my, uh, the college that I go to. And every year we have to watch this video and it's like my favorite video of all time. And it's a Ted talk and it's about something called lollipop moments. So essentially what it is, is we all have these moments in our life where somebody changed our perspective or changed us as a person and those people who changed us don't always hear about how they changed us. Um, they just go on living their lives thinking that they've not really done much. So I think that a great thing to do to spread positivity is to just tell those people how much they mean to you. Yeah, I haven't heard the, what'd you say? It's called the lollipop effect or? It, it's called lollipop moments. Lollipop um, moments. The TED Talk is like, I think it's called everyday leadership, like colon lollipop moments. Yeah. Because like you said, there are so many times that someone might say something to you that you really like, you remember exactly where you were, exactly what you were wearing, like what you felt in that moment, whereas that person's just like, oh yeah, we had a conversation that day. So I think that would be a really meaningful task to do. So I will definitely try and think of that and do that this week. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much for coming on. And if people wanted to find out more about Positive Change Project or um, reach out to you, where would be a good place for them to do that? Sure. So my main points of contact are my email and then Instagram. Um, So you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore change underscore project underscore. Um, And then my email is info at positivechangeproject.net. Awesome. Well, guys, like she said, you can find her on those two places and feel free to reach out. And um, if you go to her Instagram, her website's also on there where we can all contribute to maybe having her make a bookmark and send it out to people and just spread a little bit more kindness and good in the world. So thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. How sweet was Sarah? I really enjoyed that episode because I feel like you could just feel the warmth and the kind soul and the person that she truly is. And I was just so inspired the fact that she 
was so rooted in one identity when she was a young adult and how quickly she was kind of able to turn that around in just a matter of years and really just envision the person that she wants to be and be able to take those little small steps in order to achieve that every single day. And it's a very scary and intimidating time when you're kind of starting over, especially at 18 years old. And it sounds like she just took that challenge with so much courage and really just became the person that she's always wanted to become. So thank you, Sarah, so much for sharing. People are out there with big dreams and they're not letting those big dreams scare them. They're just making sure that they find little achievable goals and can celebrate those victories in order to keep motivating them to keep going. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and just remember to keep spreading positivity because I truly think it's contagious. Love you guys. Hey friends, thanks so much for sticking around and listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you enjoyed, what topics you'd like to hear, and it would really mean a lot to me. Episodes will be released every Wednesday, and you guys can also find me on Instagram at Positive Perspectives Podcast. Thanks, guys, and tune in next week for another dose of positivity.